guys, and welcome to the Too Tired to Care podcast. If I get winded, and I'm like breathing heavy, don't judge me, (laughs) I'm very pregnant. I am almost 22 weeks pregnant, so, you know, talking is hard. (laughs) Getting excited when I talk fast, things like that, you might notice that I get winded. Just bear with me, I'm doing the best that I can. But I'm so thankful for everybody who tuned in last week to the introduction podcast and everybody who gave me amazing feedback, everybody who just supports me on this journey. It's very weird. It's a little uncomfortable, but I'm so excited to be here doing this and I'm excited to have so much support you all are so freaking amazing I can't even explain it so today we're gonna talk about the party girl Jessie the party girl the dumbass in all her glory now if you know me now right I'm turning 26 next month I'm going to have two kids. I don't party anymore. I barely even drink. I had a few cocktails, I think, when my son was maybe, I don't even know, 13, 14 months. And then, so right before I found out I was pregnant, I kind of broke my sobriety. Um, But I had been sober for a while. And there's reasons, which we will be talking about in um, another podcast. I'm going to dive into addiction and my problem with addiction. Um, But if you know me now, you know I don't drink like that. I honestly don't even like the feeling of being drunk. The last time I was drunk, I think it was my sister Sarah's birthday somewhere. We were at Mont Canyon taking shots. I think it was Sarah or maybe it was Missy. I'm not really sure. And I was just sitting around the fire pit and I just realized I don't like the feeling of being drunk anymore. But if you knew me high school to about 22, you would have never guessed that I would have gotten to where I am now. And having my opinion that I don't like the feeling of being drunk. Now, I love a margarita, okay? You make me a good margarita, hmm, love you. I love a margarita. I love a mixed drink. Um, But I'm not so much into drinking and getting drunk anymore. It's just, I think I, I put a bad taste in my mouth by being a dumbass. So, you know, it's really, if you can drink casually and get drunk and not have to black out and act like a dumbass like I am so proud of you but for me that's not my journey (laughs) a bitch can't do that so I just want to kind of dabble and tell you guys kind of from when I started drinking to where I am at now and kind of how I've navigated that life because man your girl's out of her mind I think back to some of the things that I've done while under the influence and I just I can't believe that I did some of these things Uh, 
it's weird, but you know, it happens. It's me. It's built my character. <laughs> it gave me great stories, but it's definitely confusing. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did you think that was a good idea? That was pretty stupid. Um, no wonder your friends want to fight you when you act like that, you dumbass. But hey, I live to tell the tale, and you're welcome because now I get to entertain you guys with my dumb stories but I started drinking you guys really young I want to say it was like 12 or 13 like middle school years I remember we were stealing my mom's um, wine coolers from the fridge sorry mom (laughs) and you know that's where it started and then it got to the point where I could ask my brothers to go buy me Ah, the nastiest, cheapest tequila, brunettes. I think it was about $8 when we were buying it. So gross. It was still in glass bottles, so I guess we hadn't hit super rock bottom yet, but like an $8 of vodka was like chugging, um, rubbing alcohol. Like it hurt your soul and you knew that you were being dumb. Did you, as a child... (laughs) 12 years old, 13, 14 even, you're not able to scrounge up more than $8 at a time, you know? You needed Taco Bell money too. That's another thing that I just was addicted to, was fast food. Um, so, yeah, my, my siblings would buy us alcohol. Eventually it turned into my siblings' spouses buying us alcohol um even shoulder tapping down at the casinos here where you just walk up to someone and hand them money and ask them to go to the liquor store and buy you a bottle that was always nerve-wracking I've only done that once Uh, my friends usually ended up doing that for us I've only done it once and it was terrifying I was so scared of getting yelled at by an adult right because you're a child you shouldn't be asking random adults on the street to buy you alcohol so children don't do that (laughs) but um that was really a lot of my childhood was just drinking and it seemed normal because my father's an alcoholic and my whole family likes to drink So it didn't seem like something I shouldn't be doing. Granted, I wasn't old enough, but it didn't seem so bad, right? When you see it around you, it's kind of normalized. So I didn't think, other than, you know, my mom's going to yell at me, I didn't think it was too bad. Um, Until, you know, (laughs) you're 21, you're an alcoholic blacking out, trying to fight your friends, but hey. When you're 13, you don't know any better. And I didn't have the greatest friend group to, you know, learn from. They wanted to do the same things I was doing. They wanted to get drunk and have fun. Wish it wasn't that way. But, hey, we live to tell the tales, you know? So, very early on, I started getting drunk I think the first time I had got drunk, obviously, I didn't know what I was doing. Drank way too much at my house (laughs) and uh, threw up, 
tried to blame my sister, even though it was not her fault. Um, and I got in a lot of trouble grounded after that, but I think that experience taught me how to drink and obviously don't drink at your house when your parents are coming home. (laughs) And don't steal their alcohol. That's another tip. Don't fucking steal your parents' alcohol. And also, if you're drinking vodka or tequila, something clear, do not drink your parents' alcohol and then fill the bottle back up with water. They're not stupid. (laughs) I can't even tell you how many times my friends have done that. And to me at the time, I didn't think, I was like, yeah, we're getting away with it, right? Because we'd always like make a visual of where the line was before we were drinking and then fill it back up with water. But now, (laughs) now I know that that was fucking stupid and our parents knew the entire time. So, you know, great. (laughs) Um, Very early into my drinking and dabbling with drug saga, did I realize that this is probably going to end up being a problem. Like, I could very easily end up being like my father. But you're in denial, you know, you're like, no, I'll never get that bad. I just drink to have fun. Blah, 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 blah. Which for a while, that's really what it was. And when I started introducing drugs into the mix, you feel like nothing bad can ever happen, right? You're on these highs, you're so happy, everything's great. And then all it takes is that one bad trip. So my drug of choice would have been MDMA, but I also struggle with anxiety. (laughs) So when the last time I had done it, it was, um, man, it was a really long time ago. Obviously I wasn't even 21. I was 18 living with Corey at the time. And one of his friends had MDMA. So we get some, or I get some, cause there's no way on God's green earth that you could ever get Corey to do any kind of drug. You can barely even get that man to drink, which is one of the things I love about him keeps me grounded but I had gotten some MDMA from him and where I live we have casinos across the state line but if you're not 21 of age on New Year's they wouldn't let you in so of course I snuck in with my friends and with Corey because he was 21 and um higher than a kite I had been doing MDMA all night, taking bumps at friends' houses with friends, um, and we were having a good time. Like, it, vibes were high, everybody was happy, you know, it's a new year. I don't know why that's so exciting to everybody. Like, now as an adult, I don't get it, but like back then, loved it. Um, and we're in the casinos, you know, everybody can kind of tell that I'm, I'm peaking. Uh, My pupils are dilating, all the things, I'm just acting sporadic. And then my best friend gets caught for using her sister's ID because one of the security guards knew her ex-husband and her sister. So 
they're getting into an altercation and I'm with them, right? But I had drugs on me and I was not about to go down with them. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's terrible, I know, but every man for themselves, I guess. So Corey, Corey's brother, his friends, they're all arguing with security and I tried to grab them to, you know, I was terrified. I tried to grab them, tried to de-escalate the situation. And Corey's friend told me to fuck off. And I did. <laughs> I left. I was not about to get caught up in a potential police altercation with drugs on me. Um, Oliver her using a fake ID and not wanting to leave the casino and really trying to play it up like she wasn't in the wrong, which, I mean, I probably would have done the same thing had I only been drinking, but no, um, that, I started peeking in that moment, which then spiked my anxiety from the situation and also the drug itself spikes my anxiety, so I left that casino I went to the next casino across the street and I just had to run to the bathroom because as I was peeking, I knew I was going to throw up and I did. Luckily, I don't know, like the stars were aligning in that moment because I walk into the bathroom and there was a massive line, but as I go into the bathroom, there's no line and right in front of me was a stall thank the Lord. So I throw up and I kind of sit there for a second and I'm like, Jesse, we're in a very dumb situation. You are 18, maybe 19 years old. You have drugs on you. You're not even allowed in the casinos, but you're in the casinos. Like you're just in a bad situation. (laughs) So I find them. I tell Corey, Hey, I just threw up. I'm really high. I think we need to go. We don't leave right away. My sister finds me. She takes my beer away from me. Gives me water. Helps me calm down. And we go home that night. And that was the last night I had ever picked up drugs again. Because in that moment I was so terrified of the way I felt in that high. With the mix of anxiety and MDMA. But did I stop drinking? No. Did I stop putting myself in stupid situations? Absolutely not. Why would I? (laughs) I don't learn. Um, So I stopped doing drugs, right? But that's when my drinking really accelerated and where I was drinking and blacking out. That's scary. I was talking to uh, Corey and his brother about it because Corey's never blacked out because he never drinks and the few times I have drank with him he's never blacked out um and just knowing you lived an entire night and you have no fucking idea what you did or said is absolutely terrifying and it's where I got myself in the most shit um but you know I was the party girl that would take shots with everybody and dance and have a good time and it was always so much fun 
and I loved it until I was no longer fun and I started to get angry when I would drink and a lot of it had to do with the things that I was dealing with um you know work stress relationship stress family stress all the things um but it no longer became fun and when I hit 22 or no when I hit about 20 I started drinking really bad um where me and my friend or me and Corey's mom would drink like a half a bottle a night if not more and I would just act stupid and finally Corey just told me one day that he was over it he didn't that I needed to stop drinking well that was it and that was it for me I literally was like nope I don't want to lose you so I'm gonna stop drinking and I did I stopped drinking for two years about no about like a year and a half and then we were going to something and I had mentioned to him how I wanted to drink and he said no that's fine go ahead and so I did. I started drinking again. It got bad again. (laughs) Shocker. And then, um, Corey and I ended up breaking up. I turned 21. Fun party girl came out. Cause like, you know, I blamed my drinking on everybody else but myself. (laughs) So, um, I turned 21, you guys, and I just did the dumbest of things. Now, like pre-COVID, it's funny to think like you would go out, right? and make out with strangers like you're not gonna do that now you know what I mean like you're not after living through a pandemic like nobody's first thought when they go out is like I'm gonna get drunk and take home a stranger well I don't know because I've been in a relationship for so long but that's not really my vibe that wasn't even my vibe then but it was just like a thing shortly after my 21st birthday Corey and I decided to get back together to try to make the relationship work. Obviously, we did something right, but um, my drinking had started up again. And um, I had, you know, stayed drinking and I kept it pretty moderate. Um, But there were always times where I would drink and I would just be angry mean and say dumb mean shit to Corey and um I remember one time (laughs) my poor friend Michaela um we had gone out drinking and we had a great night and for some reason it flipped and I got mad I I guess I had thought that Corey and Michaela were talking shit about me (laughs) and so Instead of being like a grown adult, I uh, started running away because apparently I'm a fucking child when I drink and they're chasing me. She tries to grab my wrist, but that is a huge trigger for me from past relationships. So I started swinging my purse at her and I ran into the highway 50. Now, it's usually really busy. Luckily, it wasn't that busy this day, but... All this transpired, Corey got me to fucking calm down, put me in the car, took me home, and then 
the depression the next day sets in and that from that moment forward every time I would drink the next day you know I wouldn't remember because I would drink so much or I would only remember bits and pieces I would just get so depressed and spend the whole next day crying and I hated it so I stopped drinking again (laughs) and then fast forward we got pregnant with my with our son and when I got pregnant I told myself I did not want to be the person that my dad was with us to my kids I my kids deserve a happy healthy mother who isn't an alcoholic who doesn't need alcohol to have fun or who just has a fucking limit you know like a normal normal functioning person so I just don't drink like that anymore and it's definitely you know a gray area when you talk to people who do struggle with drinking like that most people can't just not drink like that you know when you start drinking you just drink but to me it's like I'm not gonna have alcohol in the house if we go to like a Mexican restaurant it's really the only drink I like is a margarita sometimes a Moscow mule but not really um you know I'll have a cocktail and call it a day But that could very easily spiral, you know, so we just try not to do that either. Um, But I went from super fun party girl that everybody loved to party with to like the mean alcoholic party girl who would like drink too much and then like cause a fight with her boyfriend. So we ended all of that um, and now we enter another chapter of our lives where We're welcoming our second child to this crazy fucking earth. And it's even more set into stone for me that I don't want to drink. I want to take my kids to, you know, national parks, take my kids to Hawaii, all these things. I want to, like, travel, show my kids an amazing, fun life. And you can't do that if you're an alcoholic, you know? And there's a difference between, you know, the fun party girl and the alcoholic. But for me, there is really no gray area there. So, you know, Jess used to have fun. And then she started to act like a fucking dumbass. And I think that's kind of how it goes. Um, I feel like for a while it's always fun until it's not, right? kind of how addiction starts um but I have some fun stories and I've had some amazing times you know out drinking where I didn't get blacked out where I was just like at a good level and I had so much fun and the people I was around had so much fun you know so it it does suck to have that that addictive personality but, man, I used to be so much fun. I'd kill it on the dance floor. Me and my friend Michaela, we would go out and, you know, I was always in a relationship. So, I didn't give a fuck what I look like dancing. I ain't dancing to impress nobody. I'm there to have fun. That's one thing I love to do is just go out and dance with my whole family. We just love to fucking dance. Um, 
And so <laughs> I would just be like cha-chaing down the aisles or like just dancing like a dingus and just having the time the time of my life and to this day we always talk about it and we crack up about just like my dance moves and just the funniest shit like how I used to dance and just not give a fuck and I always when Corey would come out he doesn't like to dance so when he would come out I would always dance even stupider to be to prove to him like nobody cares what you look like they're all too drunk trying to find their next partner to like bring home like they don't care what you look like dancing and so I would just dance like a freaking fool I would just have so much fun uh Michaela was definitely one of my favorite people to go out with because she is just she's got good vibes you know and she's so much fun and we get along very well so she was always like one of my faves um unfortunately you know I decided to be a dumbass a few times and that probably put a bad taste in her mouth. But, uh, you know, I don't always act like a dumbass. Just sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, that's the evolution of me. The fun party girl to the mean drunken alcoholic. But in between all of that, I learned so much about myself. I fell in love with Corey, who's the most amazing man I've ever met. Um, even through all of our turmoils and breakups and dumb shit we did to each other, which, don't worry, we'll get into that too. But um, in in this just massive moment of like drinking and being dumb and dabbling with drugs and all these things, I've made so many good friends, lost friends, made amazing memories, made terrible memories, fell in love, and really the falling in love helped me fall out of that party phase. Had it not been for Corey, I don't know where I'd be. <laughs> Probably be doing dumb shit still. Um, so thank God for that man, because he really, I always say he saved me. Because the path I was going down, y'all, I could only imagine where I would be. And that is scary, especially in today's world where no drugs are clean. So, if you've made it this long, thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to come next week where we're going to talk about a little bit about, you know, me falling in love with Corey. And we're going to talk about, you know, falling in love and having children. (laughs) So, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Share this with your friends. Um, If you have a funny story with me, I'd love to hear that. If you would be willing to share that, um... That would be amazing. So you could either DM me or we can figure out, you know, text me or whatever. Um, But follow my other social medias. Make sure you're following this podcast. I have funny stories coming. I have serious topics coming. I got it all coming. And if there's a topic that you want me to talk about or there's something you would like me to elaborate on, just let me know too. So I'll see you guys next week.